once again, just like Dennis, it's it becomes a sense of community. You feel guilty if you don't show up Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You're thinking, how am I going to explain this? I better have a broken leg or something. So. Hello, I'm Eric Anderson. The voice you just heard belongs to Al Sather. Al is a member of the Coronary Artery Rehabilitation Group, and it is featured in Season 4, Episode 6 of YXE Underground. Recovering from any type of heart surgery or procedure can be difficult. There's not only the physical work a person has to do in their recovery, but there's also the mental side of things. Regaining the confidence in your body and knowing you can live a full life after heart surgery. The work being done by the Coronary Artery Rehabilitation Group, or CARG, is helping people of all ages in Saskatoon during their recovery from heart procedures. We'll learn how in this episode of YXE Underground. It's 9.30 on a cold January morning at the Saskatoon Fieldhouse and 85-year-old George Parchumchuk is where he wants to be, walking on the track. He's wearing tanned khaki pants, running shoes and a bright red collared shirt with C-A-R-G embroidered on it. I'm excited to see him walking because I know how much it means to him. George Parchumchuk is my uncle and he sparked the idea for this episode. For the past 20 years, George has been a CARG member. He suffered his first cardiac event in 2001 and is grateful for the education and support he has received in the group. Three times a week you will find George walking on the track and saying hello to fellow CARG members and the therapists working at the fieldhouse. He has a one-hour window to get as many laps in, and as I discovered on that Friday morning, he takes his walk seriously. May I ask you how your walk was today? Well, I'm, I still got another 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I got late. My brother-in-law drove me here, but I was late getting out of the house. So, but I usually walk. Uh, well, it'll be about two to two and a half miles now, because they only allot us an hour okay. on the track. Before you could go about for an hour and a half, and so it's good. When I saw my uncle George over the holidays, he told me about the positive impact Carrick had had on his life since his heart issues, and how going to the field house to walk gave him a sense of purpose. I wanted to know more about Carg and reached out to them last month to see if anyone would be interested in appearing on the podcast. Two gentlemen, Dennis Johnson and Al Sather, got back to me and it was really interesting speaking with them both. Dennis Johnson, who was a well-known professor at the University of Saskatchewan, became a Carg member in 2005. Al Sather worked with the Saskatoon Police Service and became a member in 2016. I am grateful they shared their personal stories and the impact of CARG on their lives here on the podcast. The Coronary Artery Rehabilitation Group is a non-profit peer support group for people who have experienced a cardiac event. It offers supervised exercise and educational programs to its members and does an excellent job of creating community. CARC has positively impacted the lives of many people here in Saskatoon, and you are about to discover how, thanks to Dennis Johnson and Al Sather. We spoke in the weight room area that overlooks the track at the Fieldhouse, and I started by asking Dennis how he became a CARG member. In uh, 2004, I, had, uh, I was not feeling well. I went to the hospital, and uh, 
the nurse said to me, said to me, are you uh, not feeling well? And I said, no. She said, you've got atrial fibrillation. My heart was beating irregularly. And uh, shortly after that, they took me into the hospital and I had was some chest pain and I had uh, stents put in. And uh, that was uh, in the fall of 2004. I had a heart attack in 2005 and I had open heart surgery and I had bypasses for the grafted vessels from my leg around where the clots were, blockages were. So just immediately after that in 2005 I joined uh, CAR. Can't remember much about that but I wasn't doing very well and I walked and exercised and I walked and was in and out of the hospital and for the last five years uh, I felt better and better and better. Exercise has to contribute a lot to that and I think probably I've grown new vessels, blood vessels in my heart. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> De Dennis, what that must have been such a, a scary time for you. Would it be safe to say safe to say that? Well, I suppose in some respects uh, it's scary, but uh, uh, I sort of take life as it comes. Uh, I wasn't afraid to go into surgery <laughs> because because if I wasn't going to, if I didn't have surgery, uh, I wasn't going to survive very long. And then I realized that my lifestyle had to be improved and the CARD program provided an excellent uh, place to improve my health. Do, do you remember what your first few times were like when, when you came here to the field house for, for CARD, what those, what those first few, I guess, days were like? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could make two rounds around the track. And I was very weak, of course, and, uh, uh, but you keep at it and with the help of the therapists and uh, the peer support group, uh, as it turns out, <laughs> and Al's the same way, you know, you know many people. Three of the people I went to the university with walk with me on the car after cardiac events, so uh, talk to other people who had been walking for a long while and uh, it's a good it's a good lifestyle the peer support group helps the therapists help and so on yeah. I, I, I want to ask more questions about that that sense of community because I, I can really pick up on that right away but um, Al how, how did you get involved in CARG? Well I had my uh, open heart surgery in 16 and uh, while I was in the hospital I had been visited by by someone from CARG, which I don't have a lot of uh, a lot of remembrance of, but I do know that I I did talk to someone from there, and that I felt better after they left. So, like like Dennis, I had no no issues with my surgery coming up. Uh, number one, we have some of the best surgeons in in Canada here, and and. Uh, I had no fear of, of the surgery because of the, the quality of care that you get here. So 
after that, you know, your, your recovery period, uh, you enter the Live Well program, uh, which is run by, by the health authority, and usually it's about three months and then you get graduated into CARG. And CARG is more of a self-directed uh, uh, therapy, and where its Live Well program is, is more directed by the, by the authority or, or the health professionals. Once you're in CARG, they, you work with the, the therapists, but you make a lot of your own decisions. And so in, in early 17, uh, 2017, I joined CARG. And uh, once again, just like Dennis, it it's becomes a sense of community. You feel guilty if you don't show up Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You're thinking, how am I going to explain this? I better have a broken leg or something. So, so you you enjoy coming. The therapists are wonderful to work with. Uh, uh, you you have the chance to get on the track and walk as much as you want. But there's also exercise programs. There's education programs that are, are made available to us, and uh, there's just all sorts of things, along with the social aspect. So, wow. Dennis, do you feel guilty if you miss a date? Yeah, <laughs> I do. No, I, I miss it. Uh, uh, through uh, January with the cold weather and the fear of Omicron, I cut back on my walking and, and I miss it and feel guilty that I'm not keeping my health up. <laughs> you know, it's a, keeping my good, better lifestyle up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and I... Uh, I think uh, the sense of community and for a lot of people it's their social outing. You'll see before you came in this morning into the to the meeting room or the confectionery area there was a group of I think eight ladies and they were coming in to walk this morning at I think at 8.30 and so there was a social group too and, and, and that's quite important to quite a few people uh, rely on this as their social owning, if you like. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of the peer support group. They're talking to people who have uh, similar uh, problems, yeah. if you like. When, and, and this can be for, for, for both of you. When, when you. when you go through the, the, the surgeries that you, you did, the, the health the health scare that you did and you and you come here like what um especially with carg what is what's going through your mind like are, are you are you a bit nervous about you know coming here to do some exercising or are you anxious to get going and improve upon your health like i'm just i'm so curious about kind of what's going through your mind when you motivation, motivation yeah I'm to stay healthy yeah, and there's no fear, I don't think, because no. you come in here and there's hundreds of, of people that are, have gone through the same thing you have pretty well. And they're out there walking and having a good time. They're all smiling. Uh, I don't recall too many. In fact, uh, all the time that I've spent here, there's been an ambulance here three times. One was for a, um, uh, a non-cardio-related thing, and the other two were just... Uh, uh, minor heart issues that uh, ended up not being anything serious. So, of all the hundreds and thousands of hours that p 
people spend here walking, all of which have had heart issues. The it's probably one of the safest places for them to be. So when I first come here, I saw all the people that were involved, out walking, exercising, having a good time, uh, it puts you at ease right away. Uh, and the therapists are wonderful to work with. Uh, if you have any questions whatsoever for them, they're always there for you. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a great facility. Dennis, did you did you feel at ease when you first started coming here? Oh uh, well, I I don't think I had time to think of all such things <laughs> at that time. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> you know whether I I suppose you uh, I wasn't uneasy about uh, about uh, coming here. I was unease about am I going to get better. And, but uh, pushing you to get better is uh, what motivates you to come and walk and exercise. And, uh, in addition, I should point out, Eric, but maybe you'll he'll hear from the therapists that in normal times, that is before the pandemic, there there is not only walking, but uh, uh, exercise programs conducted by therapists. And so for a half hour, you do uh, things that would normally make me very stiff if I started today. Yeah. Oh, I think that might be your uncle there, isn't it? Oh, that is Uncle George. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, I'll meet up with him afterwards. Yeah. And, he you know. Have, he's coming this way. No, no, this is him over here. There he goes. Oh, it's good to see him. I, I know. One of the things my Uncle George has told me, it's so funny that we, that we just saw him, was that um, he, he loves the sense of community. And I know you guys have touched on that a little bit earlier, but um, like, I, I'm always so interested, especially with the, with the podcast, we, we meet lots of different people who, who really believe in the power of community and, and work hard to create community. And I'm wondering, how, how, do you, like, how does CARG create this community where you feel comfortable and, and you look forward to coming every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and to the point where if you miss a day, you kind of feel guilty. But um, how, how does CARG create community? Well, I think CARG creates that community by being uh, all-inclusive, number one. Uh, and CARG is run by, by its members. Uh, the board of directors, we've all had hard issues. We all were members of CARG prior to going onto the board. And so you know what the value of of CARG is before you even get to get to the board. So you have that sense sense of belonging and and the importance of the of CARG before you even get to the board. And once you're on the board, like I say, the board is all people who are members of CARG. It's not and no outside influence other than we have some of the SHA people attend our board meetings, but they're not a voting member. So we make our own decisions, and, uh, uh, and I believe most, of, in fact, all of the decisions that are made are in, uh, in the best interest of CARG and make sure that the values of CARG are maintained. So, Eric, I think the sense of community starts on the first Mondays and Tuesdays of the month where 
card collects fees, walking fees or exercise fees, fees to belong to card, if you like. I think the sense of community starts right there. Uh, people have their usually have their red shirts or sweaters on. Which you both have on today. Yes. And their shirts and sweaters for sale there. And I think the sense of community starts right there. And then the people walking. In the better times, we had social functions, we had barbecues, uh, we had an anniversary party 10 years ago. We have a formal graduation. Uh, I think that uh, that's another starting point is when the people, as Elle was describing, move from the yellow shirt to the red shirt program. People want their red shirts. <laughs> so, Al, tell me more about that in terms of graduating to a red shirt. Well, the LiveWell program is, is a program run by the health authority. And when you first come out of hospital, in my case, uh, you're working with the nurses and the therapists here. And then you eventually, they feel that you're doing well enough that you can progress to the red shirt program. When you're in the Live Well program, you've got a yellow shirt to denote that you're a newbie. So once you go to the red shirt program, that transition is usually held uh, towards the end of a month, normally, I guess. And it's a formal, sort of semi-formal transition from the yellow to the red shirt where we as CARG members welcome the new members in and they're given a red shirt and and they're part of the program then so and it's a it's a little bit of a social function as well so yeah it's uh, unfortunately during the pandemic uh, we haven't had had the ability to do that um, in fact I'm in charge of the graduation <laughs> ceremonies and haven't had one yet so uh, but I was lucky enough to be involved in one because I went from the from the yellow shirt to the to the red shirt program. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a big stepping stone for people. It's you know they put that red shirt on and they're pretty proud of it and uh, they want to be here. So. And I'm wondering, in your case, Al, like, was it like how how did it make you feel to 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 get that different colored shirt? And and I'm just wondering if it like in my mind, I'm thinking like, did it did it give you confidence or did it sort of empower you in a well, way? Well, there's all sorts of uh, different emotions that yeah. you go through it, it it means that you're getting well that they think you're doing well enough that they don't have to get involved or stay involved in your in your care anymore to the extent that they were and it's a it's a progressive step and it's you're now you're now a big time walker instead of the the yellow shirt walker you 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 get that sense of belonging and and it's an empowerment because now you're in charge of your of your of your care and your and your own health. You have more say in what's going to go on than than they do, so to speak. So, and just the fact that you're going to involve yourself in here means that you you're taking that big step forward in in your own care. So, yeah. Um, th- this might seem like a a bit of a silly question, but um, we're. Were either of you avid walkers before starting this program? No, my mistake. <laughs> Unless I was chasing a little white ball, I never walked a heck of a lot. So, 
So Most, mostly I was walking in the bush and he was shooting. <laughs> so so when you when you start then with Cargan and and you start walking around the track, um, what 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 was it like just just walking three times a week, for for the sake of like, that's your role here is to walk. Yeah. First of all, I came every day before the pandemic. Every day. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what was it like? I mean, it's when you can't walk very well. That's that's when you realize how good it was to walk. <laughs> My legs are starting to go, and and it's difficult for me now to to walk. So I remember the good times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, uh, yeah, not being a walker, it wasn't a big transition, but one of my problems is that as you, <laughs> as you get a little older, things start to break down, and uh, like I was saying before, I'm on the list for a new knee now, So, uh, and high ankle sprains and bad hips and bad knees don't make for good walking, but, uh, and I haven't, since the pandemic, I haven't been walking here. Uh, it's just that's the choice. Since they opened it up to, to to members, I've just made the choice not to, not to come here to, to walk during the pandemic yet. So I try and walk at you know at home, but when it's 35 blowout, it's a little little more difficult. And, and uh, I get you know during the summer I'm I'm able to still golf and things like that. So I do do get a little bit of walking, but I do miss the routine of coming here and and walking so because you walk with you may walk by yourself or you may walk with somebody else and visit while you're doing it and uh, so it's it's something that you get used to and look forward to I know for some people um, when they go walking it's it's a chance to sort of be um, alone with their thoughts or sort of like you know contemplate things or just you know just have some time for on their own and I'm wondering if if there's um, anything you guys have have learned about yourselves um, through all all this walking and Dennis I didn't realize that you were doing it five days a week but was there anything that you learned about yourself um, by doing all this walking? Well I learned I could get up early. (laughs) (laughs) How early were you getting up? It's winter time and so the my golf hours I just reverted them to the winter. <laughs> so I I'd walk at uh, seven o'clock or eight o'clock, varied from year to year. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Al, did you learn anything about about yourself with uh, with all well, this walking? I live on my own. I'm a widower, and I live on my own. So I'm I'm amongst my own thoughts a lot of times. So <laughs> this is nothing new. So, uh, but. I, when you're walking, I don't know, you get things happening in your body, you get a little extra uh, um, energy, I guess, So, and, and your brain is a little more active too, I think. So, yeah, you, you do, do get a little introspective at times, and, yeah. but uh, I was usually uh, more focused on the pain in my knee or my hips. Or <laughs> but, no, it, it, uh, there was nothing special about walking as far as my, my thoughts go, uh, other than the fact that I, like I said before, I, I felt guilty if I wasn't out here doing yeah. it. So. And, and like you said, the camaraderie too of, of, of meeting people and, yeah. and talking with them on the track. Yeah. What, what were, do you remember like some conversations? Like do you, do you sort of talk about how you, 
how you got to this point or what what are those conversations like well those those conversations take place fairly uh, early in in your relationship yeah. with people and once that you get past that then it's it's re- quite normal yeah. uh, unless they've got a uh, a heart issue coming up or having to go in and see the doctor about this and about that stuff like that yeah. comes up once in a while but regular it's usually regular stuff you know uh, people talking about uh, you know going to see their grandkids and, yeah. and things like that you know so it's uh, it after the initial uh, meetings then it, it kind of falls into a regular friendship relationship type yeah. of thing. So. Um, Dennis, I'm I'm wondering um, how how you have seen the positive impact uh, of Carg on, on other people, and and you've you've been doing this for a while now, and obviously coming five five days a week before the pandemic. Like, what how how have you seen it positively impact people? Well, uh, I might sound uh, narcissistic or in vain, but. Some of my friends or people I knew came here after their cardiac event, and maybe I, <laughs> because I was already here, maybe they they came and continue to come. I don't know about that, how true that is, but <laughs> but they're but they're here. Uh, so uh, beyond that, uh, uh, all, all I can say is we try to encourage people to come. Uh, uh, it was a time, Al, before your time on the board that we even, when people stop coming, which some people do, too many people do, after they'll come for a while and they'll walk and exercise and then they'll stop. And at one time we had a, a, a group of people phoning those people that drop out and try to get them to come back and maybe we should do that again when the pandemic ebbs a bit uh, to get uh, yeah. i don't know if that answers your question no, or but, even near <laughs> well, but but i think yeah. i think it's it's proof that um that you you really believe in this a lot don't you oh yes yeah very much yeah yeah no, i love that yeah yeah, yeah. Al, have, have you seen the, the positive impact? Like, I, I guess, how have you seen it in, well, in other members? I see the positive impact when I do my hospital visitations, uh, among other times. But uh, the hospital visitation program that, that was started, and, and Jim Fenton, who is actually a doctor, a retired uh, physician, he's in, kind of in charge of the, the, the program, but... Um, Going and talking to people and making a difference with, with people who are frightened out of their skulls about the upcoming surgery or procedures and being able to sit there and talk with them and say, there is life after um, open heart surgery. There is life after stents. We're living proof of it. We had, uh, uh, we had a, a fellow that was doing hospital visitations and, and he'd been a member of CARG for over 33 years and he just passed away from a non-cardiac uh, event here last year and uh, uh, just a, a wonderful man and he he influenced uh, countless hundreds of people 
when he was visiting in, in the hospital. So those hospital visitations, uh, you see somebody and then you see them out here on the track later on and you know you've had some kind of an influence on them. So it, it's, it's very satisfying. That's a really nice story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I can't thank you both enough for, for taking the time to, to meet with us today. And, and it's, it's, um, it's so neat to see so many red shirts out and about. And um, yeah, I'm just very grateful for your time. Well, you're, you're quite welcome. And thank you for, for your time to come out and, and uh, get Carg involved in the community more. So. And Dennis, thank you so much. Oh, you're very, very welcome. And uh, Al said, uh, it's great to have you doing this. You know, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing for CARD. And particularly at this time when the pandemic has sort of interrupted uh, a lot of the good things that uh, CARG and uh, the exercise therapists do. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you both. You have been listening to episode six, season four of YXC Underground. My name is Eric Anderson. I host, produce, and edit this local independent podcast. Thank you again to Dennis Johnson, Al Sather, and my uncle, George Parchumchuk, for being so generous with their time and appearing on the podcast. If you want to learn more about the Coronary Artery Rehabilitation Group, visit their website at www.carg.ca. You can follow and listen to YXC Underground on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yxcunderground.com, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow YXC Underground on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you will see some wonderful photos of Dennis, Al, and Uncle George, taken by my friend and Saskatoon photographer, Rana Andres. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. I want to thank the team at Danger Dynamite for maintaining the website. I also want to thank my cousin, Andrew Dixon, for creating the original theme music. And before I go, I would like to acknowledge that these interviews were recorded on Treaty 6 territory and the traditional homeland of the Métis. YXE Underground is a production of the Salt Hammer Production Company. My name is Eric Anderson. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon, Saskatoon. It's not necessarily fate uh, that you you can still live after having a heart condition and heart disease. There's a life thereafter. If you do the things that they ask you to do and are able to do, go and do it and enjoy life still because life is, at my age, it's getting shorter. <laughs>